humans, it's your host, Julie B, and this is This Hive Howls, where I attempt to break social stigmas about parenting and mental health by revealing some of my most personal stories, as well as sharing the stories of other parents who feel they don't have a voice or a space to speak out about their struggles. So sit back and relax or tie up your walking shoes, and let's get into this week's episode. Before we get into today's episode, I need to apologize for the audio quality that is happening. For some reason, I was recording and I kept going back and listening to it and could not figure out for the life of me why the audio sounded horrible. Um, I think it's just because I have not been in my office for a really long time and the stuff everywhere, so there's a lot of feedback and echoing back. But then also I did discover upon doing some research while editing today's episode that I had some audio uh, like recording levels that were completely out of whack from my uh, like template audacity um, opening thing that I use when I start recording an episode. So apologies, I've done the best that I could to make it sound a little better and at least palpable to the ears. But um, next week or next episode, I really hope to get it right. I'm so sorry, you guys, but thanks for being patient with me. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today was hard. So let's talk about it. Today was hard because I woke up after not sleeping several nights in a row from coughing and choking because I am sick with something and I don't know what it is. I don't know where I got it from or who I got it from. It just feels like a regular generic cold, but for some reason, every time I lie down, I have a coughing fit and I'm just not sleeping. So I was super low energy, felt exhausted all day, and my body was screaming for rest during a time when I really could not rest. Today was hard because when my baby finally woke up screaming and crying in her crib, all I wanted to do was roll over, bury my face into the pillow, and go back to sleep, catch a few more minutes of rest from a restless night. But what I kept hearing in my head was, you had kids, you decided to do this, now you gotta take care of them, this is all your fault, don't complain about being tired. And so after a few frustrated minutes of trying to get in some rest, feeling guilty and icky and gross. I got up out of bed and we got the day started. Today was hard because while I was getting my day started, my husband was able to get the kids up and he brought the baby into the room and we started our morning and I felt guilty because I should have been able to have taken care of her and been the sole provider of her as I have done morning after morning after morning being the person that wakes her up. But this morning, my husband had to step in. And don't get me wrong, he's amazing. I love that we have this balance in a relationship and parenthood that we're partners and doing this together. But there's something deeply ingrained and instilled in a woman and a mother where we don't feel like we are good enough if we are not doing everything that has to do with our kids 100% of the time to 100% of our capacity. And so even though I'm grateful and thankful that he was able to step in and do that for us and do that for our family as he has done morning after morning after morning, especially when I'm exhausted and sick, I still feel guilty that I basically handed off or pawned off the responsibility of taking care of our daughter to him on a morning when I knew he needed to be up early and out the door early to make it to work and not get stuck in two hours of traffic. So today was hard. 
today was hard because even though I did put myself first and take a shower because I felt gross and icky, I only really did it because I knew I needed to do groceries. We had a fridge and a pantry so empty that I'd been feeling guilty and shameful of the fact that I was feeding my kids like porridge and scrambled eggs and toast and whatever it was that I could make from the pantry, like pasta or tortellini with pesto and vegetables and some fruit. But come today, we were running out of milk, we were running out of staples, we were running out of bread. And that's why I had to go to the store. And that's the only reason why I felt I was allowed to give myself a moment of peace this morning to shower. So that way I didn't look like a greasy slob while running errands with my baby. And so today was hard. Today was hard because I didn't feel like I was deserving of any of the rest that my body was yelling at me that I needed. I didn't feel like I was deserving of eating my breakfast on time, drinking a warm coffee, sitting on the couch and enjoying the sun. I didn't think I was deserving of just living life slowly and softly because I have a to-do list a mile long that my mental health has been stopping me from attacking day after day after day this entire springtime. It is hard for me to reconcile that productivity does not equate my worth and that I am worthy of all of these things regardless of if I did anything on a to-do list, but it is really hard for me to separate those two things, no matter how many times I sit here and talk on this podcast about growth and development and practices and therapy. It is a battle every single day. Today was hard because my baby took a really nice nap. And I wanted to have this episode recorded early in the morning, but I found myself sitting down on the couch to finish my coffee, which I had left behind in my thermos as I ran out the door to get my son to daycare on time. And I decided that having a warm coffee would be a nice way to treat myself. How funny is that, that a mother considers it a treat just to drink a warm cup of coffee, something that other moms or other parents or dads or parentless people can do every day. This is a treat for us. And it is hard because we are told by society that we inflicted this punishment on ourselves. And I'm telling you right now, I did not want to inflict this punishment on myself. So I decided to treat myself by sitting on the couch and drinking a warm coffee. And what ended up happening was instead of writing down the things in my head that were giving me anxiety that I wanted to accomplish today, I doom scrolled into my phone on social media. And all that did was fuel the fire even more because I saw post after post and story time and real of all of these moms and women that I admire so much and love so much, struggling with everything that I'm struggling with, and we're all just screaming at the top of our lungs in the only way that we know how, that we are exhausted, we are tired of doing this alone, we are tired of feeling lonely and isolated, and the comments on these videos are just full of people who are either parents themselves who are doing things differently and will completely shame 
a mom in her post for expressing the difficulty of being a parent or child-free people who, again, again, tell us that we kind of deserve this because we decided to have kids. And it's so heartbreaking that there are thousands of us, hundreds of thousands of us struggling every single day because this is hard. Today was hard because I found myself dealing with extreme decision fatigue. I had this huge list of things I wanted to accomplish, and for the life of me, I could not organize it into emergency, important, and not so important categories. I couldn't organize. I couldn't make a decision. I couldn't see past the overwhelm and the amount of things that in my head seemed like huge tasks. When I put do the dishes on my to-do list, it may seem trivial to some. Oh, just quickly do the dishes. But to me, my brain divides it into about a hundred tasks. First, I need to collect all of the dirty dishes and stack them onto the left side of the sink in a particular order. The plates need to go from largest plate to smallest plate and have them stacked together. All of the utensils need to go into the sink and rest there. Then I have to collect any garbages like Kleenexes left over or, you know, cheese wrappers or applesauce pouches from any of the plates and bowls because my kids leave the stuff there. Then I need to collect all the food and put that in the compost. Then I need to make sure that the cups are stacked in a way that I can easily grab them and rinse them. And I put all the big ticket items together, which are like the big mixing bowls and the pots and the pans, and those need to be stacked. And that in itself is a massive task. Then I have to empty the dishwasher, which is another task. Then I have to fill the dishwasher, which is another task. And even though I could just put dishes on my to-do list. And the most of the time when I'm overwhelmed with a task, I call this task overwhelm, (laughs) really funny of me. I just put a timer on to my Alexa and I'll play a song, some of my favorite songs, which I know are about four minutes or five minutes long. And I'll hop to it. And generally, I can complete the dishes in 15 to 20 minutes if it's a big, big, you know, dirty kitchen day. But when I'm faced with decision fatigue and I'm already sitting on the couch and I'm worrying about all these parenting things that are happening in the world because I've just doom scrolled into my phone, I cannot make a decision for the life of me. And it is so hard. Then I begin to panic. And my panic and my anxiety don't let me complete any task. And for an hour this morning, I did nothing but sit on the couch and panic. And did I let myself off the hook for having a rough mental health patch today? No, not at all. Because even though I was up at 6am, by 11.30, I felt like I had accomplished absolutely nothing. And since my worth is attached to my productivity, I was an unworthy, useless human being. I was a useless mother. I was a useless wife. I was a useless caretaker of this house. And so the berating began. 
today was hard because when my daughter did finally wake up from her nap, I struggled to go and get her. I wanted so badly to continue resting. I wanted so badly to meet her after her nap when I could be in a better mental health state, when I could be positive and happy for her, but I couldn't. I felt depressed and down and shaky and like my body was on fire ready to explode like a volcano out of one of my son's books. And so I let her cry for a bit. I knew she was safe. I knew she was fine. I could see on the monitor that she wasn't in any danger, but I let her cry. And so when I finally got into her room and ran to her in her crib and picked her up as her face was streaked in tears and red and puffy all over, I held her tight. I soothed her. And all that I could say to her was, I'm so sorry. I'm a bad mummy. I'm a bad mummy. Mummy's not a good mummy today. I'm so sorry. And so today was hard because I started my afternoon with my baby feeling unaccomplished, feeling frustrated that I hadn't taken care of her in the way that I so desperately want to take care of her. And then shaming myself on top of just witnessing others shame moms and parents just like me all over social media. All I could do was shame myself. I'm so sorry, honey. I'm a bad mom today. Luckily, I caught myself and I told myself this isn't the way I want to speak. That's also not the way I want to vocalize how I am as a human being to my daughter. I don't ever want to turn to her, especially when she's older and say, mom's a bad mom today. I'm sorry. Because I don't want to see her witnessing me struggling and qualify that with being bad. I don't ever want her to feel that she is bad if she is unproductive by societal standards. And so the cycle of shame continued. I was mad at myself for having said things like that. And then I tried to kick my butt into gear and go and run some errands. So I got dressed nicely in a cute outfit. I put on some earrings. I put on my brand new black shoes that I purchased and I felt nice. I dressed my daughter in a cute outfit and off we went to run some errands. But today was hard because in running errands and feeling like I wanted to get out of this house, a trap that I've been trapped in. That's exactly how I feel, that I have trapped myself inside of these four walls and I am terrified to escape. I am terrified to explore the world outside. I am terrified to try and find a community of people that I can hang out with so I stop living in isolation and loneliness. So I left and did errands. But in doing errands, I had to spend money. And today was hard because not only was I required to buy groceries, Sometimes the only things my kids want to eat are the most expensive things in the store. Today was hard because I spent what I feel is way too much money for one simple outing when all I purchased were food items for my home and my family. And in doing so, I picked up a packet of berries and I told myself after the fact that I was so stupid. How stupid were you? for putting down an openable packet of raspberries that were $4 next to your baby in the shopping cart. 
that she proceeded to then grab, pick up, it popped open, and lo and behold, $4 worth of beautiful raspberries spilled all over the floor. So as I bent down quickly with nobody else to see, and I picked them up desperately and shoved them back into the packet without squishing them too much, I told myself, you're so stupid, you're so stupid, you're so stupid. Why can't you do anything right? And today was hard because I could not let myself off the hook. And I continued to do it in front of my child over and over and over again. When I got home, I washed the berries extremely thoroughly, but I wasn't allowed to let them go to waste. And I wasn't about to let them go to waste either. I figured I could wash them, I will eat them, and that'll be that. But today was hard, because every time I look at berries, all I want is for my kids to feel like they have a home full of lovely snacks that they can eat, food that they love to, to eat, and a mom who's happy to give that to them. But all I can do is worry about the price of groceries and the limited amount of money that I'm receiving. You know, we are a single income household at the moment, and we don't worry financially, but I worry because I, as an individual human being, have a really rocky relationship with finances and money, and I would rather hoard it all than risk buying something out of the ordinary. Today was hard because I found myself inside of my head ruminating and thinking and worrying about these decisions that I have to make when it comes to the education of my children and the life that we want to have and wanting to create these manifestation boards of a beautiful family, life, living, experiences, travel, and whether or not I should homeschool my children versus sending them to regular public school or trying to get a job that pays way more than I've ever been paid just so I could afford sending my kids to a private institution. There's just so much inside of your head. And that's just one topic. Today is hard. Parenting is hard because we are constantly worrying about the development of our children, their happiness, and whether or not they are liking the life that they have. Today was hard because in thinking about what is best for my children in the schooling to come, I was also thinking about the type of schooling he's receiving now and whether or not I should be keeping him home for the summer out of daycare, if that would benefit him more, or if I should continue sending him to daycare because I'm riddled with guilt calling myself a stay-at-home mom, but I still send my kid to childcare. And then today was hard because I had conversations with moms online about outsourcing work, whether or not you are a work from home parent, a stay at home parent, or a working outside of the home parent, there is such a stigma around outsourcing home style labor, just because we cannot keep all of the balls in the air all of the time by ourselves without a support system. And so in theory, or in practice, I am outsourcing. I'm outsourcing childcare by sending my, my son to daycare. However, I know that he's thriving in an educational environment, and I know that that's good for him, and he likes it, but I'm still guilted because I talk about with other moms at the daycare about how they'll be keeping their kids home 
for the last year of daycare before they go to school. So that way, you know, they can explore the world as a family. And I wish I could do that, but I'm saddened because if I don't do that, my son's going to miss out on his friends at school next year. And so instead of doing tasks around the house that I'm meant to do, instead of doing the job that I'm meant to be doing while I'm on maternity leave, which is ending, I worried most of the day. I tried to rest most of the day, rest my body from this sickness and this illness and this worry and this guilt and this shame and this endless cycle of difficulty and feeling bombarded and weighed down by the expectations of everybody in this world and the negativity of people who don't understand really how hard this is, even coming from someone like me, whom I know I am extremely privileged to be able to afford outsourcing household labor, but it is still hard. And my heart breaks this month for every other person who is out there in the world struggling. And I remind myself that there is very little that I can do. And I need to focus on what is happening inside of this home. However, what is happening inside of this home is so overwhelming for me most of the time that I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to go. And so I am here talking into a microphone, hoping that someone out there has heard my words today and sat within themselves and told themselves, this is so fucking hard. And thank you to this other person on the other line of a podcast for saying that it is hard. The smallest things like dropping a packet of raspberries and seeing them on the floor almost sent me into a panic attack in public almost had me in tears in the grocery store because I am so overwhelmed with everything else that is happening within my family and outside of my family. I was speaking with somebody on the phone the other day and they asked me how I was doing and I giggled and said, I'm surviving, but I'm okay. How are you? And after that conversation ended and I sat down on the couch, my husband turned to me and he said, "Hun, are you okay? Because you said that you're surviving. And what does that mean? And I looked at him and it hadn't really occurred to me to analyze what it meant to say I am surviving from an outsider's point of view. And I do consider him an outsider because he's living a completely different life than I am, even though we're under the same roof and we have kids and we're married, you know, he has a life that he lives and I have a life that I live. And it, it made me question what I mean when I say I'm surviving. And he said that he felt bad, that I feel like I'm just surviving and that I'm not thriving. And so today was hard because I realized today I was barely surviving. There was no flotation device around for me today. There was no connection, real deep connection with anyone for me today. There was a deep sadness and loneliness, a heavy amount of anxiety. And this is a regular occurrence for me and for all of the other moms that I know and for hundreds of thousands of parents out in the world right now. This is happening and it's not right. 
I'm sorry, this has been kind of a Debbie Downer of an episode, but parenting is really hard and we can do without the shame from other people, the judgment from other people about how we go about raising our families, raising our kids and parenting our children. So if you're somebody out there who feels like you've, you know, said something probably a little shameful or shaming towards a parent that you know, don't worry too much. Just try to put yourself into their shoes. Try to be a bit more empathetic. As I am in my parenting journey, I'm realizing that prior to kids, I did a lot of the shit that I complain about now to parents and I apologize. Um, as a parent now who's living a very hard season of life, even though I wanted the season of life right now to be nice and soft and happy. Um, I just hope that if you're feeling the way that I am, you find a community soon. You're so welcome to join mine over on Facebook, over on Instagram. Send me a message. Please, if you're feeling like you're having really bad mental health days regularly, often, and they are like affecting how you function on day to day, please reach out for help to a professional, even ask your general GP. You could even just call helplines or call 911 or walk into an emergency room if you need to and ask for help. Don't forget that getting outside with some sunshine and some fresh air and grounding yourself into the earth, which I like to do when I want like really desperate for some sort of self-soothing. I'll stand barefoot in the ground and like breathe and try to just bring myself back to neutral. That can help. I know it's small, but it can help. And lastly, as I always say, because I know it does help, it helped me with my anxiety this evening. Please, please, please go drink some water. If you've liked what you've heard today, don't forget to subscribe and follow. Also head on over to my blog page and give me a follow there. And for more silly and serious mom content and life updates, spot me on Instagram at this.hive. All the links are in the episode description. Till next time.